Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're on with Mario Lopez. Hey, it's Mario Lopez. Joining me now in studio, governor, former governor of California, host of the new Celebrity Apprentice, and our friend, my man, Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. How are you, sir? Fantastic. What a cool-looking studio. Thank you so I mean, much. It's like, uh, I mean, you, you're worse than me. I mean, you have your name written all over the place. <laughs> it's, it's, anyway, That's one, the two, name of the show. Three, four, five, well, six, seven, eight. If you eight, look at this wall, it's faces nine, there, too. That's my Ten. face oh, right the, there. Oh, my God. This is the close, the biggest close-up I've ever seen. <laughs> so, so that's great. So, you you so inspire you, me, how, sir. How do you do it with no ego? Well, that's, you know, I took a page out of the Arnold book right there. You got to brand yourself, uh, you're right? Absolutely correct. You yeah. have to brand yourself. If you don't believe like in yourself, who should? Huh? Who's going <laughs> exactly, to? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I want to get to the apprentice in a sec, but first, being a Catholic myself and following you on social media like I do, I saw you uh, had a visit with Pope Francis recently in the Vatican. Yeah, that was a great experience. I tell you, uh, you know, when you're Catholic, I mean, he's the top of the top. He's yes. the Pope, right? right. And I met uh, once uh, before. Pope uh, uh, John Paul II. Oh, wow. It was back in the 80s. And so I remember that what a great experience that was. And then now to meet this Pope, I mean, it, it was really great. And he, uh, as you know, has gotten involved in an environmental issue and has really uh, challenged all Catholics to go and protect this earth and, uh, you know, to, to make sure that we go in a clean energy future. And so uh, I just wanted to kind of thank him for that. Right. Uh, being someone that has been, you know, really uh, very outspoken about this issue, but us having to create a clean energy future and getting off fossil fuels and all that. And so to have him on board and to have the Vatican on board was a, a very important move. So I wanted to thank him for that and talk about, you know, the amount of people that die every year because of pollution. Uh, obviously, clean energy is very important to you. And you just unveiled an all-electric Mercedes SUV. Yes. Do, do you think we're going to start uh, seeing a lot more of those on the road? Well, you know, uh, it's it's interesting that uh, the, the car manufacturers are dragging their feet uh, all the time. And you really have to push them all the time. Mm -hmm. And so now when you see 
small companies mm -hmm. like this one, uh, Chrysler, to come out, uh, Austrian company to come out with the technology and to take a G-Wagon and to take the uh, fossil fuel uh, engine out, to take this gasoline-driven uh, 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 engine out or the diesel engine out, and to put an electric engine in there. That is fantastic because that gives now uh, Mercedes itself motivation to say, well, if they can do it mm -hmm. as a little company, we can also do it. So I think that's the direction we're going to go. So I'm going to have the first G-Wagon electric. So if anyone else wants it, it will be, I told them to write their uh, email address on the side of the car. So if anyone wants it, they can go and just get in touch with them directly That's because effective. I want everyone yeah. to have a, an electric G-Wagon. I drive a German car right now, an Audi. <clears throat> I don't know if they go electric yet, but we'll have to look into it. Imagine very efficient right. too. Get it right in the garage. If you guys want right to buy there. me one, I'll drive one. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get it right there. All right, let's talk Apprentice right now. Uh, has it been exciting for you to watch uh, the season play out on TV? Is it what you thought going into it? Well, I never thought that it would be uh, as challenging and as fun at the same time hmm. to do reality TV. I've never done reality TV. I'm used to um, rehearsing. I'm used to preparing. I'm right. used to doing reps and to really make everything so to be so good. So by the time you get to the set, that you know exactly what you're doing, which move to make, and all of those kind of things, with a little bit of room of improvisation. Sure. But with reality TV, there's no rehearsing. It's one take. So you huh? sit on, you see, you get into that boardroom, uh, and you deal with those uh, celebrities on uh, the beginning with sixteen. Right. And there's a lot of egos in this room. So it has been a really interesting experience. And then to go and to get into the psychology of it and to see what makes one operate, what makes one kind of uh, go down and, uh, and lose, and, uh, and you know, how tough are they when it comes to push, comes to shove, and they really, like, it's the second and the third uh, segment, the fourth segment, and then they get tired, and you see them getting run down, and there's no agent or manager that can help them. <laughs> they have to work together as a team, which is really a hard thing for celebrities mm -hmm. to do, uh, because they're just, you know, so much into what do they do and how can they accomplish certain things, but not as a team. So to, to, to see that all unfold uh, in front of you is really fantastic to watch that. But as I said, it's 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 challenging. And it is something totally new. I've never done this before. Which celebrity has surprised you the most? I don't think there's one because each of the shows has someone that, that, that surprises you. There was shows where uh, Leila Ali totally blew me away. Hmm. I mean, I always knew that she was a strong woman. She's fantastic in the ring. But that she's such a great collaborator and that she's such a great leader and has such a great personality and she's so smart and versatile and all those kind of things. I did not know that, you right. know, and, and I've met her a few times. I mean, uh, uh, Carson Kressley, uh, you know, is a, a hilarious guy, right? I mean, he's just such a fantastic personality. He dresses really well. He has styled this guy. He right. knows exactly what to say at the right time. He knows how to sell. So he has really surprised me because they didn't know that much about him or Matt Eisman. I mean, that he was a doctor right. beforehand, you know, and then he became a comedian. So he has really surprised me, and he's going to go far in the show. So th there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, personalities like that. Um, I think Lisa Leslie uh, is, is one, you know, that yeah. is very, very interesting. The way she uh, bases herself, and I bust her all the time. And the day you will see again, you know, uh, some major bustage there because I, I'm after because she knows he, she plays it so well that she stays in the game and doesn't get fired. But then eventually 
She's getting it. <laughs> she's you know, getting she's it. Getting, she's right, going to hear, right. you're terminated. <laughs> <laughs> Diverse group there you mentioned. Now, I found this hard to believe, Governor. You're pretty big on Snapchat. At Arnold Schnitzel? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I love that. Ad. What are the types of things you snap? I'm not even on Snapchat. I'm so behind. Well, Snapchat is fun because you just uh, do a 10 th- a second thing and um, you send it out there. So you can really make the world be part of your world. And uh, so if I, for instance, like when I was at the Vatican, you know, I would just quickly do a shot and just uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, film there while the Pope is holding mass and then just bang, you know, just to let out. the world know, look what this is like when you sit here, the intensity, you know, with all these people sitting here and here's the Pope in front of you holding mass. So, you know, I, I loved it over if I go to Holland and I go through the canals, right. I want them to know that as I'm going through those canals, the, the history and there's uh, buildings when maybe say an old building it's from 1540 or something like right. this or from 1320 I mean it's like it's like wild when you think yeah. about the United States was kind of born in 1776 right, right. And, and, and and those buildings are like for, you know two three hundred years older or like Rome right now you know to go around in Rome and to let people in on uh, that I'm standing in front of a wall well it looks like a regular wall but it happens to be two thousand years old this wall or the 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 stone the covered stone that you're walking on is like that old and so so i think it's fun to make i love to give people a tour and because i see so many interesting things uh, when i travel around the world and i always say to myself oh my god i wish i could show this to the rest of the world because it's just so much and now social uh, media and so many interesting things uh the world is so beautiful uh, and it also has its worse sides too. And do 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 film all that and Snapchat it out. Yeah. Well, I enjoy following you on social media. Yeah, and you you get to share that. And as a fan, it's 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 cool to see it through your perspective. I wanted your opinion on this. It's it's award season here in Hollywood, and a lot of acceptance speeches uh, have been getting very political. Does it have the potential to turn people off with their message? Uh, well. It could be. I mean, I am not as, as excited about the, just listening from one, uh, one message after the next. But I think that people have to choose of where they want to go and get their message across. Is it an award show or is it somewhere else? Or should they have hold a press conference and to get their opinion out there? Or do they want to go on social media and get their opinion? So everyone has a different way of, of handling it. I think that I always just say, that, hey, go ahead and do whatever you feel like makes you feel good. And uh, express your opinion. And if it's an award show, so be it. And, and the ratings will show that. Mm-hmm. And I think the feedback after people have seen the show will show that. And I think then that's a lesson to learn also if it is negative. A couple more questions just before we let you go. I remember asking you about uh, um, uh, pumping iron, my favorite docs, and working out barefoot. I forgot to ask you, when you were drinking the pitchers of beer, how did you monitor it again with Franco? You would just count by the beer and then you would work out, or would you work out, and then you'd have the beer after, almost like a protein shake? It would be, uh, first of all, it was not straight beer. It was called a radler. Oh, what is a that? radler. It is lemonade and beer mixed. Oh, lemonade so the, and beer the, mixed. We, we, our gym in Munich, uh, in Germany, was like above a restaurant. We were, we were on the second floor, and the ground floor, there was a restaurant. So we would always pick up our huge mugs of radler, uh, of beer and lemonade, and bring it upstairs to the gym to the second floor. And then all of the windows 
will be uh, the ledges will be covered with mugs, <laughs> and we would just be drinking beer and then send other people down there sometimes to get the beer. And instead of water, we will be drinking beer then mixed with lemonade. That was our drink, and, uh, <laughs> and it was uh, you have to imagine because it is the equivalent of a regular American beer because the uh, the German or the Austrian beer is twice as strong. Oh wow, al- alcohol wise, right? So. Uh, it gave you a nice little buzz while you were working out. Yeah. <laughs> but it, was, it didn't affect our work. It was actually really good. We got a great pump and orders. But, you know, it's like when you're in, when you're in I'm going to incorporate Germany, that. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in Germany, this kind of a common thing. You don't right. think of. Like the day, I never, when I'm over here, never drink beer. Never. But when I go over there, it's the first thing I do is I order some pretzels and the beer because I'm just so used to it. When I go to Munich or to Austria to, yeah. to, to eat that or to eat some Weisswurst. Which is this white sausage oh, I love that, that is sausage. only Bavarian? Really, we don't have it. Really, it's not popular anywhere else. Yeah. So it's it's fun to do those traditional kind of things. Absolutely. Okay. Really quick, I want to put you on the spot. Quick questions, quick answers. Okay. What how, was? Your... How can I do a quick? Answer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, know, you can take your time. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a schmoozer like you. I, I, I know exactly. I was, no Feel one free to take as much time. No as you one like. has ever actually answered quick. Yeah. So, <laughs> what was your very first car? Uh, Opel. Uh, an old Opel. I was like uh, 20 years old, and I was wow, in, in Munich, <laughs> and um, I bought myself a car. It was 1,300 German marks then, uh, which was an equivalent, I think, of around the $500 or so, and it was a used car. It had a huge hole on the side of the car. It was all rusty. <laughs> it was like this old rust, and it was, it was this, this, this big. It was like uh, two feet a wide hole. Yeah. And it was like, and the seat collapsed backward. So I was kind of <laughs> sitting up holding on the steering wheel. Right. Because the seat was already in the back. So right. It was, it was, and I drove most of the time uh, on a, on a sidewalk because it was faster to That's drive than the, the walk at uh, the drive on the, on the street. And I'm sure it still didn't affect your dating. And you're still fine even with that car. No, that was fine. I mean, that was actually, <laughs> lux- that was luxury because in those days you didn't have a car. Oh, as really? A, as a kid, 20 years old, it's unusual to have a car with the age of 20. Yeah. It's not like the day where when your kids turn 16, right. you better get them a car. Otherwise, Which, they will be an outcast in the classroom. Right. Which is too young, by the way, I think. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. Favorite movie catchphrase? Um, make my day. <laughs> Great, yeah. going with Clint there. Okay, yeah, I love that. I love Clint Eastwood. Uh, he has always been a hero of so mine. So do I. And uh, I love I. his acting. I love his movies yes. as an actor. And I love his directing ability, his producing ability. I mean, he's so multi-talented. Exactly. And he's conservative like us. That's right. <laughs> Top celeb on your apprentice wish list? Uh... That I would have on the show. Yes. Um, you know, I, I think there's. You know, so many. I, we don't want to single I, them out. I, I, I know a lot. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of celebrities, and then we but, don't want to uh, single anyone out. So the answer is Mario Lopez. Yes, yeah, the Mario answer Lopez. is Mario Lopez. Yeah, Mario Lopez. <laughs> I would have the pumping iron approach. You know? <laughs> Favorite exercise. Bicycling. I like bicycling. Okay. And uh, and working out with weights. Time travel destination. I would love, having just come from Rome, I would love to go back and uh, to the time of uh, the birth of Jesus. And then after that, uh, you know, the Roman days. and Hang out uh, with Pontius Pilate? <laughs> I, I, think, I think that it's just when you, when you look at this architecture in right. Rome and you see the kind of the way Rome was built and uh, the, the Roman Empire, 
and how they came up with all this kind of water delivery system, the aqueducts and all of this, and to, to build the roads way back then and to have such command over such huge area. Right. Uh, it is just staggering. And to, to just watch that um, live and to be there would be really fantastic. But I mean, I think there's, there's also there's other interesting periods, like for instance, the Vikings. Right. I mean, when you should think about them, wouldn't it be cool to be there yeah. in the days of the Vikings and to actually see their battles? Right. I mean, they have raged the most unbelievable battles. I mean, they were the, the, some of the greatest warriors. And then how they built the ships. Yeah. They would go around the world. To witness I mean, it would be me, incredible. Is, the lack of amenities, though, I would probably struggle with. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. Hygiene but was the top priority. We would have our makeup trailer there. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I'd like to draw. Yeah, the nice exactly. trailer there. Our snacks and all right. those kind of things. Yeah. And last question, sir. Who would you cast to play you in your life story? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be a rough one. Come <laughs> up with a rough company, one. Yeah, Again, Mario Lopez. Yeah. Mario Lopez. <laughs> Mario Lopez. Like, like the, 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 the Latin version of the Austrian schnitzel. <laughs> there it is. The Latin schnitzel. <laughs> the Latin schnitzel. The la- exactly. la- Patrick right, could probably, yeah. your son could probably maybe do a good job right yeah, there. He, yeah, exactly. He's doing a lot of He's doing a lot of acting these days. My, Patrick, yeah. my son, is an excellent uh, actor. He is yeah. Taken his acting really seriously, yeah. and it's so much fun when I when I listen to him. And they talk about going to acting classes and to study it and to go for all these interviews. I mean, he's like just about every day he's out there for another interview. I mean, he's really great, and he finally has now worked his way up and is starring in a movie. Uh, it's, a, it's a romantic movie, uh, and he gets always kind of asked to play in a romantic kind of films. Hey, there's worse he's things to be asked. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good exactly. guy and, mm-hmm. and he's young and he's totally believable. So so he's really doing well. But my other kids are doing great. Catherine, as you know, she's Love doing Catherine. really well. All the kids with are great. The, the television work and Christina as an interior designer and uh, Christopher, of course, he's up in uh, in Michigan going to the university up there. Wow, they're already, he's already in college. Year. Wow. Exactly. So it's, it's really great to see those kids. Well, we, well, I so appreciate you taking the time, uh, uh, Governor. And as you know, we're, we're all the huge fans over here. And everyone, please, the new Celebrity Apprentice airs Mondays on NBC. You can follow him on Twitter at Schwarzenegger and on Snapchat at Arnold Schnitzel. Governor, <laughs> always a pleasure. Thank you again. Thank you. On with Mario Lopez. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! 
I am comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.